Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Glory in Christ Alone, based on our reading of 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Nor if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory? And if thou hast not received it? Unless we glory in the cross and in Jesus Christ, we're going to end up exalting self and finding ourselves outside of the will of God. What a powerful message from the Lord regarding the importance of church leaders realizing the significance of allowing the Holy Spirit to take control of our lives instead of leaning onto our own understanding. It is very important for us to realize that God will hold pastors, elders, deacons, and other leaders of the church responsible for exalting ourselves. God will hold all of us leaders accountable for lowering pride and self-conceit to drive our actions in terms of the way that we conduct ourselves. God will hold leaders accountable for how we use the gifts that has been entrusted to us and how we accept praise, glory and honor that belongs only to God. It is clear that some of us who are leaders did not pay, pay close attention to the words of King Solomon which said, Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 18. As a result of the actions of the leaders of the church in Corinth, the Apostle Paul made the following statements. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7. For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory? And if thou hast not received it, as if thou hast not received it. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, made the following statement. He cautions them against pride and self-conceit by his consideration that all the distinction made among them was owing to God, who maketh thee to differ? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Here the apostle turns his discourse to the ministers who set themselves at the head of these factions and did but too much encourage and abet the people in those feuds. What had glory or what had they to glory in when all their peculiar gifts were from God? They had received them and could not glory in them as their own without wronging God. At the time when they reflected on them to feed their vanity, they should have considered them so many debts and obligations to divine bounty and grace. But it may be taken as a general maxim. 
we have no reason to be proud of our attainments, enjoyments, or performances. All that we have or are or do that is good is owing to the free and rich grace of God. Boasting is forever excluded. There is nothing we have that can properly call our own. All is received from God. It is foolishness in us, therefore, and injurious to us to boast of it. Those who receive all should be proud of nothing. Psalms 115 and verse 1. Beggars and dependents may glory in their support, but to glory in themselves is to be proud at once of meanness, impotence, and want. Note, do due attention to our obligation to divine grace would cause us of arrogance and self-conceit, end of quote. Today, God is reminding us that we should not glory in nothing but the cross of Jesus and Him crucified. Today, God is reminding us that we need to do everything in our power to desist from the exaltation of self. You see, my friend, unless we allow the Holy Spirit to crucify self, our carnal nature will continue to drive us into taking credit for things that don't belong to us. Unless God changes our heart, we are always going to lift up self. Have we ever taken the time to examine closely our motives for being so active in the cause of God? Do we really know if our actions are driven secretly by our desire to be the head and not the tail? Or is it that our actions continue to be driven by our carnal nature that is still alive? We are not going to lift up Jesus for the right reasons if we continue to allow self to remain alive. The same caution that Paul gave to the leaders in Corinth, God is giving to us today. I pray that we will continue to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God will help us to crucify self. This way, we will be able to glory in Jesus Christ and in Him alone. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this word, powerful message, reminding us that we should take no credit for anything that is done through us that is good, but we should give all honor and glory to you. Help us, Lord, that we will glory in Jesus Christ and him crucified and him crucified and him alone. Thank you, Lord, for this powerful message and for watching us, our souls, today we pray to Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.